Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to DDP Today News. I'm your host, Kat Dupre, and I am joined today by our good friend, Justin. How are you doing, Justin? I'm great. I am so busy, Kat. It's unbelievable because we are less than 48 hours away from the DDP today meet up at Walt Disney World the weekend where we are going to be hanging out with everybody. We got some great things planned from golf for the adults to mini golf. Uh, we of course have the meet up there Sunday. Uh, it will be at 1 PM at the boardwalk. That is July the 10th. Uh, come out and hang out if you are around. So we got lots of great stuff. Planned. And then on Monday, July the 11th, we set sail on the DDP cruise. So I am running around like crazy, but I am so excited to be here with you to talk a little Disney news. Cause I've missed doing this with you. I've missed it too. We have missed a lot of news. Um, since it's been a while, I just wanted, there's been a lot of awesome recent news. So I just wanted to focus on what's been, uh, what's come out in the past like week or so. So I hope everybody's okay with that. I know everybody's up to date. Um, so just want to talk about some stories that have been really fun recently. Um, so are you ready? Let's rock and roll. So first off was last week was halfway to Christmas. Can you believe that? That's insane. I mean, really, are we already that far along? I know. I just, I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Um, unfortunately we will not be going to Disney world during Christmas time this year, but it seems like there are lots of fun things coming back. Um, seems like it's going to be in full swing this year, kind of like the Halloween party. So, uh, let's get to it. So holiday joy will unfold at the magic kingdom. Uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party is returning this year. So there are 24 nights available between November 8th and December 22nd. And, um, there's lots of things returning. Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration, which is a stage show, Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade, and then of course, as always, partygoers can indulge in complimentary cookies and hot cocoa at locations throughout the Magic Kingdom. But it seems like, I don't know, I've never been to the Christmas party, but this seemed new to me. Maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong, Justin. Mm -hmm. um, there's an exclusive treat, Space Mountain, Tomorrowland Speedway, Monsters Inc. Laugh 4, and Mad Tea Party are all receiving a special holiday makeover. That is all they said. Do you have any speculation on this? So I don't know. That's interesting because it is that would be something new. Uh, we have seen special treats in the past. I typically go every year to uh, to the Christmas party. Really enjoyed a staple for our family that will go down. And we try to plan it around, you know, second week of December. Kind of miss those crowds a little bit, but really get in there. Now we have seen special, you know, edible treats, you know, wherever we'll get special cookies or things of that nature like in the parks. But as far as doing a complete overhaul and attraction, which I'm fingers crossed hope we're getting with Space Mountain, I mean, if you uh, can remember back to where they did um, the Star Wars overlay uh, out in Disneyland, I loved it. It was the greatest attraction ever. I wish they would have left it that way forever. Um, if we get something like that, where there's Christmas lights wrapped all around uh, Space Mountain, are you kidding me? I will go through there. I'll be the happiest person ever because I won't have to fear for my life where uh, I think something's going to hit me. I'll be able to see beautiful lights and and maybe take in some Christmas music while I do it. 
That would be so cool if they do that. Yeah, I was thinking maybe they'll do projections on the on Space Mountain, but that'd be really cool if it was actually inside. Monsters Inc. They can make holiday jokes. Mm-hmm. Tomorrowland Speedway. They can put the Christmas lights around the trees and everything but i'm just very interested in space mountain so if we learn more details we will definitely keep you guys updated on that um along with uh the the very merry christmas party lots of other things are returning to the other parks. so disney's animal kingdom is coming back with the merry menagerie which are the um the, the puppets that are around the tree of life i've never seen those in person but i've seen like uh, the YouTube vloggers, and they seem so cool. Um, I would love to see those in person. Have you seen those in person? I have, yeah, we have seen them. Um, it's it's neat. I We really enjoy Animal Kingdom. I love Animal Kingdom at Christmas. You get a little bit of a different feel than you do the other parks. Kind of stays true to its, you know, it's, oh, what's a good way to put this? You know, it stays true to that African and Asian feel, um, even with the decorations, which I really appreciate that they don't just go over the top um, with their decorations. And they do a really good job with the storytelling as well. So I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm, I have missed Christmas so much in the Disney parks, Kat. I'm so ready for uh, everything to be back. I'm really excited too. Um, then at Hollywood Studios, they are... Um, Sorry, just totally lost my train of thought. No, you're um, great. For the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration is adding a festive finale. Um, this will, this is, I have seen this before. Um, we saw it a couple years ago. And it's just doing the Christmas song from um, Olaf's Frozen oh, Adventure. Yeah. yeah, it's lots of fun. So Olaf comes out and they sing and they sing that song, which I think is, one, is a great Christmas song because it's talking about you don't need a gift, you just need family. So, which is what Disney's all about to me. Um, and then at Epcot, the candlelight processional is coming back starting on November 25th. Um, so they, I didn't see if there were any list of the people who are coming to do the candlelight processional, but, uh, you know, this is a very long tradition that Epcot has had. It is my goal one day to see it. And I would love to see Neil Patrick Harris while he does it because he's very passionate about the candlelight processional. That is his thing. Like he brings the entire family. Um, they make a vacation of it. You know, he loves Disney so much. It's a it, funny story about him is, you know, he loves it so much that he got into a bidding war with John Stamos uh, over some like Disney merch, you know, that he wanted to purchase for his house. And, uh, you know, I don't think either one of them really knew who was bidding on, on the other side until it was all said and done. But they uh, they bid the price way up. So they love Disney. He loves it. Um, so I would really like to see him, too. I have to admit something, Kat. As someone who yes. does a Disney podcast, you know, I'm at Disney a lot. I have never sat down and watched the Candlelight Processional. I have walked by. I've stopped. I've hung out in the background. Um, there in the American Adventure. But I, I've never I've never sat down and, and taken it all in. Well, you know what? They say you can't do everything during a Disney trip. So maybe maybe this time will be your time to do something new. I like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put that on my list you right now. You're holding me accountable. <laughs> I'm going to hold you accountable. Hold me accountable. I will, I will go this year and see the Candlelight Processional. I'm excited for you. Um, just I want to get off on a little tangent. I was thinking about this while you were talking about John Stevens and Neil Patrick Harris. Have you seen that trend on TikTok where it's like, He's a 10, but yes. and then like says something. Okay, so there's there, there's this one. He's a nine, but he's a Disneyland adult. And a couple of Disney TikTokers are like, first of all, we don't care if it's Disneyland. We like all the parks, Disney World, Disneyland, Alani. 
we're all, it's all the same. Second, how dare you insult our Lord, John Stamos? <laughs> <laughs> it's, those are funny. So I, okay. Another thing I got to admit, I just, I just got TikTok for the first time, like maybe a month ago. Good for you. <laughs> it's a great time waster, man. Oh my goodness. Sure what, a, what a great time waster. <laughs> Riley was like, you have to have TikTok dad. So I got it. And uh, yeah, I've seen those. Like he's a four, you know, but he drives a truck. He's a 10, you know, so it's one of those things. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Got, got off on that tangent. That's what we do. Um, we go off on tangents. <laughs> Um, it was still Disney related. John Stamos. He is one of he's the biggest Disney adult. Um, also coming back to Epcot is the Hollywood or holiday cookie stroll. Um, so that is during kind of like the food and wine and the uh, festival of the arts mm -hmm. and flower and garden, how they always have like a, a challenge. Um, I, I said that in quotes, uh, they will have cookies throughout the, the, the food booths. Um, you get, you eat all the cookies and then you get a prize at the end. So I do want to do this one day. I love Christmas cookies. Um, I am excited this year. Uh, I mean, it's halfway to the holidays, but my mom and I are already planning, um, doing cookie, make, baking cookies with Sophia. Um, and hopefully Amelia will just like, you know, play on her own. Just <laughs> on hang out. Yeah. Just kind of hang out. Um, but we just, I, that was one of my favorite pastimes was making Christmas cookies and now I like eating them. So <laughs> yeah, I would love we, to join. We've this. done this. I, this is something we do. So the one thing I love about Epcot and especially with festivals, which now Epcot is the land of festivals. I mean, and I'm okay with it. I'm good with it being every single day of the year having a festival. I know a lot of Disney fans out there think that's blasphemy and you should not say that. Epcot was never meant to be that. I love it because I think it does something that you and I as kids, Kat, didn't have, and mm -hmm. that is entertainment in World Showcase. Because as kids, I couldn't stand World Showcase. Like, I thought it was the worst. Now Riley loves going and doing, like, the cookie, you know, stroll or, like, you know, yeah. or uh, finding the the figment in the artworks or things like that in nature. So I really like it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. No, I agree, too. And, and I feel like doing the scavenger hunts, it makes Epcot more of an all-day park. Like, you're right. When we were kids... Um, even when I was a kid, I, I'm not that much younger than you, but I am a little bit mm -hmm. and like there were the kid caught fun stops, but like we never did those. Uh, it was basically, we hung out in future world. Then we rode Maelstrom and, uh, we always called it the Mexico ride because yeah. we didn't know what it was it's called. Still, still what and, it is, you know? Yeah. And then like that would be it. Like then yeah. we go back to the future world. Um, so, you know, I really like that it is more interactive, more immersive for, for the kids and they can definitely, um, enjoy, enjoy being with mom and dad while they're walking around in the hot sun. In I agree. Um, and then the last thing, which I think is super exciting, even though I haven't ridden this ride yet, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to get a Christmas layover. Yeah. So I am, like I said, I haven't ridden the ride. I actually haven't even watched any ride videos of it. I really want to be surprised. Um, it's really hard to do <laughs> because uh, I follow, I just follow one um, vlogger mm -hmm. and Luckily, he hasn't written it that much or post about it that much, but I just, I really want to be surprised, but I still have uh, four months to go. 
<laughs> in October. Um, but we are, we're really excited for it, but I'm really excited for the Christmas and people are talking about like their, their guesses for what their Christmas music will be. And I really like some of the guesses they have like wham last Christmas. Um, what was, what was another one? I think the Ronettes, um, Oh, sleigh ride. I think you got me on this one. Yeah. I can't help you out with this one. There's no way. Yeah. 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 But I just think, you know, 80s Christmas, late 70s, mm -hmm. early 80s Christmas music. Um, really cool. I think it will be awesome. I am. I'm stoked for this. So I have not written it yet either. Um, as we speak. This episode, for everyone like listening right now, it's July the 5th, uh, about 9 o'clock at night when we're recording this. By July the 10th, I will have ridden this because I am going to do a lightning lane for it, Kat, while I'm down. Oh, I'm staying at the boardwalk. Definitely. So it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, I can just pop over real quick, ride it, and not have to, you know, it's a 20-minute walk for me. So Yeah. So I have a question going off on another tangent, but so, kind of it's still on topic of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I saw somebody post... I don't know if it was our group or another Disney group and prefacing this, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> um, somebody bought individual lightning lane, but then also got virtual queue. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with okay. it. If Disney offers it, I'm completely, I'll try to so, do the same thing. So, so that was my thing too. I was like, huh, why not? But then I'm, I'm also kind of like, well, should I give somebody else the chance? But then I'm also like, I'm paying the same amount of money as them to get inside the park. Why not? If, if, I, so here, if I'm willing to pay Lightning Lane, why can't I also try to get it for free? Exactly. So look, I'm going to take, for me, like it, it would be the same thing, Kat, if Disney said, we're going back to the old FastPass way, okay? Um, but we're also going to offer a virtual queue for certain attractions. And you go, cool. You get on. Do you remember how hard it was to get Rise? at the beginning for virtual queue, you get on, you do the work, you get your fast pass for like that big attraction. It was already a complimentary thing. And then you go in and buy a lightning lane for it. I mean, it's the same thing. Like it's a free yeah. service to every guest. It's not my fault if they're not waking up and doing the process and getting it done. So no, that's true. Yeah. So like I said, I, I think I feel more confident in how I feel now, but like, I was like, I see both sides to it, but Hey, more power to you. I think the picture I saw was like group a, a, a big number. And so yeah. it, there's a, there's a possibility they wouldn't even get to them anyway. But I was just like, hmm, how do I feel about that? I, if, <laughs> if I'm going to blame anyone, I'm going to blame Disney and the policy mm -hmm. they've put in. Yeah. No, it's I not agree. my fault that I'm, I can know how to use the system to my advantage, you know? Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like genie plus when you, when you start stacking, stacking the, them. I had six like, stacked at one yeah. point before I even walked in the park. Uh, at one day, Eric and I had like five yeah. at one point, just, just the way that they were. So, I mean, it's hey. not my fault. We're geniuses. We can't help it. Right. Okay. It's not our fault. <laughs> I agree. It's not our fault. That's why people we listen to shows like this is to learn how to do this stuff. So that's, yes. uh, that's what we're here for. Yes, for sure. Um, okay. So then also at, sorry, I had to pull up my, pull up my cheat sheet. Um, Disney Springs is come is coming back. Uh, with some Christmas holiday festivities. Um, so snowfall is going to happen um, yes. in the town center and they are bringing back the Christmas tree stroll um, where there are different Christmas trees decorated for, 
from characters, movies, uh, Disney World attractions, um, and there will also be some gingerbread creations displayed in select locations, um, Disney Springs and the resorts. So I really liked, we didn't do the full Christmas tree stroll when we went. Um, we, went we went in January um, this past year and we got there and we just didn't have time to go through all of Disney Springs. It was New Year's Eve, I was like, I'm not staying here all night. It is too, it's going to be too crazy. But we saw some of the, some of the trees and they are so well done. And like, some of it is like, like you can definitely tell it's like beauty and the beast, but it's also very subtle. So Mm -hmm. I like those. Yeah. It's one of our favorite things they've done. So I prefer when they did the Christmas tree stroll and they put them all in one location. With COVID, I understand why they took them and they spread them out across all of Disney Springs. Um, I liked it when it was one spot. You kind of went in, take your time. You could get some hot cocoa, you know, some popcorn, stuff like that. But Katie, it was like a labyrinth, wasn't it? It was like a lab. Yeah, you just kind of walk through and, and see them all. And you could take your time and even kind of come back. Katie and Riley, on the other hand, you put a map in front of them and a challenge to go and find each of them, put the sticker on, come back, get the free gift. But they will do it a a hundred out of a hundred times. And they loved the fact that we walked all over Springs, saw the trees, you know, did the stickers and then came back and, and got our stuff. Um, I'll tell you a really funny story real quick. The first time we ever did one of these, uh, we had so talking, you're probably going to judge me here. We had, uh, we got like 10 books cause they're free. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can get, get whatever you want. So I pick them up. And then as we were doing it, we were putting the stickers in because we thought, you know what? Podcast was new. I think we may be doing it like a year. I thought I'll get some buttons and I'll send them to people. Well, we would go to one one return location. We'd turn it, turn it in, get some, and then we'd walk to the next location and like hold the thing. Well, the first location, we realized they give you the book back. Like you could, you didn't have to do all those <laughs> books. Like you, we here we're holding these entire time like 10, 15 books. They just hand you the book back. They don't care. They've got thousands of <laughs> buttons. You know what I mean? At any point where they're like, oh, no, you can't do that. So we learned our lesson there really quickly. They will give you the book no, back just, if you do it next year. So you just need one book. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, that is all the holiday uh, news. Lots of fun stuff. Of course, we know that there will be some uh, new news that comes out as we get closer to Christmas, but that is all that they have announced for now. Um, so moving on, the another big announcement that came out was that we are... We finally have more information about the Splash Mountain overlay, um, and we have a new name called Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I know it's very controversial if people are excited or, or not excited about the Splash Mountain overlay. Um, after hearing this, I'm still I'm still very on the fence. I love Splash Mountain for what it is as an attraction. I love the song Zippity Doodah, but this this Tiana's Bayou Adventure sounds like so much fun. Um, So this comes directly from the Disney Parks blog. Um, Tiana's Bayou Adventure will take guests on a musical adventure inspired by the beloved story and characters from the fan favorite film. Picking up where the film left off, guests will join Princess Tiana, Naveen, and jazz-loving alligator Lewis on an adventure through the bayou as they prepare to host a -a one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras celebration where everyone is welcome. Along the way, guests will encounter familiar faces, make new friends, and traveled through the bayou to original music inspired by songs from the film as they are brought into the next chapter of Tiana's story. What do you, how do you feel about this, Justin? I 
know you love you're a Splash Mountain lover. Yeah, this is tough. Um, <laughs> so let me preface preface my opinion with this. Splash Mountain is my favorite Disney attraction, and it has been for a long, long time. It's also my daughter's favorite Disney attraction. With that said, every time I get news like this of something that's going to be changed, that's beloved, iconic, we grew up with a cat, you know, it's kind of, it's our childhood, you know. I always think back to Walt Disney, and I think back to him saying, you know, he never wants the parks to just be, you know, a graveyard. He doesn't want them to just always be stagnant. It's your ideas and dreams should always be building and the park should always be ever changing uh, for time. And that's what the Florida project did was gave them the space to be able to do this. And whenever we get new characters and new stories and new beloved songs and all that, you know, they do deserve a, a space in the park. I'm sad, you know, but I have had what 30 years now of enjoying splash mountain. And also this fits really well. I mean, the the songs are going to be fantastic. Every time I doubt Disney, whenever they make a change, I, I'm 85% of the time wrong. I shouldn't have doubted them. I mean, let's be wrong. Let, let's, let's go. Getting rid of wishes and then you get happily ever after. Perfect. That was fine. I miss wishes, but I loved happily ever after. This change now, Disney Enchantment, let's just not talk about it, okay? It's just, it's a little, it's not really up my, you know, no. Um, but I think they're going to do a really good job with this. I really do. And I think, another thing too, Cat, is like, we have to remember that the parks have to grow with generations. So meaning like mm-hmm. our kids, you know, they're going to grow up watching this movie and they're going to fall in love with these characters. And I think it's important that, that we do see these additions come to a spot like the magic kingdom. I agree. I like that point where this is what our kids are going to grow up watching. Um, because I don't know if you ever saw it. I never saw song of the South. I heard about it. I've, I've seen the music video of, of James Basket seeing Zippity Doodah and mm-hmm. Bluebird flying around. That's that's the only thing I've seen of Song of the South. And if, for good reason, I, I am not I am not saying anything bad about Song of the South going into the Disney vault and staying there. But yeah, no one else really knows and understands um, the, the storyline of of Splash Mountain. And so the younger generation, I should nope, say, or new Disney or Disney or new Disney fans. Like there are some Disney fans who, who become Disney fans as adults. They, they didn't grow up with Disney and, and that's okay. Like that, that is how, if that's how you came to Disney world, that's awesome. Um, so I think it will, I think, I think you're right. I think this is going to be a good change. It's going to be a hard change. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, the one thing I will say is that if they do not somehow incorporate the melody of zippity doodah somewhere in the music i will be disappointed <laughs> that there's got to be there's got to be places in the attraction that is a throwback to splash mountain because you're 100 right i've never seen the movie right but and the story i know is just based on splash mountain itself and a lot of people when they go to walt disney world uh they go and they just see an attraction for an attraction a lot of people don't even follow the story you know they just think it's a water ride it's got drops it's fun you know all that kind of stuff so they don't think of like you know brer rabbit and brer bear and brer fox and you know what's happening with them all as they go and like you and i as as rabbit fans love this stuff like we're diving into the details and like okay so that when you go out that's him jumping out of the briar pad okay i got it you know 
with Tiana, they have something to base it on. Like they can, they can before they go on vacation. You know, most families only go to Disney once every five years. Um, before they go on vacation, they can sit down and they can have those family moments of saying, "Okay, well, we know we're going to ride uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, so let's let's sit down and watch Princess and the Frog tonight." You know, and then let's watch you know Beauty and the Beast uh, the next time before we go have have uh, lunch. You know, um, at, in the Beast Castle, like let's it it gives them the opportunity to build not only excitement for the trip but also to understand what they're going to be doing. And I think anytime that you look Walt Disney world, magic kingdom really in particular is one big story that you're playing a role in. You are part of it when you enter through those archways. And if you understand the stories within the story, I think it makes the, uh, the day and the, and the vacation a lot more fun. So I'm happy for that aspect of it. Um, very, very selfishly though. I'm sad that my favorite attraction is the one going away. I can understand that, but we always have videos on YouTube. Those will never go away of the old, of the old attraction. Um, Eric's goal is that Sophia will get to, is, is there, is the height restriction 40 or 42 for Splash Mountain? 40. Okay. Eric's hope is that when we go to Disney World next year in 2023, before they shut it down, that Sophia will be tall enough to ride it. I am not hopeful. She bar- she's barely over 38 right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it'll be good. She'll hit, she'll hit a growth spurt. It'll be good. Riley just hit that. Uh, Riley just hit that magic. She's like fifty-five inches now. So fifty-four. Wow. This isn't doesn't have anything to do with Disney because Disney magic numbers for Disney. If you're listening, thirty-eight, right? Thirty-eight <laughs> inches. That's the first one. Forty. Once you hit forty, that's the real magic number. You hit forty, yeah. you can do everything except for one thing at Walt Disney World, and that is um, um, rock and roller coaster. Well, yeah. Forty-eight is rock and roller coaster. So. Isn't something 42? I don't think so. I thought Everest was 42. I thought it was 38, 40, 42. Let's see. Let's look it up. Let's, let's produce on the fly here. Here we go. Yeah, for sure. Everest height requirement. I'm pretty sure it's 40. Oh, you now it's just showing me the height of Everest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. So 44 is Everest. Okay. So you got four, 38, 40, 44, 48. Yeah, 40. Whatever. You get it. Every yeah. four. Yeah. 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 You're asking yeah, me to do math, Cat. I went to I, Kentucky, Cat. I did not. I took Math 109 three times, okay? This is getting difficult. I'm just here to talk some we news. We won't, do, we won't do any more math. I, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so uh, Tiana's Value Adventure is going to be um, both at Disney World and Disneyland. So... Which is really cool. They made the announcement, um, Tiana made an announcement um, from New Orleans Square in Disneyland, um, at Disneyland, and they posted on the Disney Parks TikTok, which is, you know, where I spend lots of my time, obviously. <laughs> um, moving on. So there were a couple of updates in um, Tomorrowland in Magic Kingdom. Um, so the first one, we have new narration on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, aka just People Mover, people mover for those who are avid fans. So the narrator now introduces themselves as, oh gosh, is it, do they just say the letters O-R-A-C-5 or do they actually say O-R-A-C-5? I don't know. I think it's probably O-A-O. Yeah, I think they say the letters. Okay. Is what um, I'm guessing. And, 
And apparently it, People Mover is now presented by Enterprise. So they became the, Enterprise became the official sponsor in late, uh, late 2021. Um, so the new narration also mentions the Tron attraction, talks about visiting the most refreshing retreat in the galaxy. Um, and it just says in more. I don't know what that means, but so mm-hmm. there, I guess there are new, um, new narrations, but some classic things have remained like paging Mr. Morrow, um, but apparently it's in a new spot. And then as the ride finishes, OARC5 thanks guests and says, this is my favorite part because now is the time, now is the best time to go out and explore tomorrow, today. So this is a reference to the Carousel of Progress theme song from 1974 to 1996, the, the best time of your life, which I did not know Carousel of Progress had any other song besides Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. You know what's interesting about this is what, so when we talked to People Mover, like I love it. I think you have to be an avid Disney fan to really love the People Mover. Like if you talk to somebody and they're like, what's your, what's your favorite Tomorrowland attraction? And they say People Mover, you're like, high five. Yo, we're, we're right here, you know. Um, what makes Disney do an update like this? Like w- I wonder who, what, what Imagineer is writing it and just says, you know what? It's time. It's time to, to, to redo this completely i don't know do you think it's the very avid disney fans like i never wrote the people mover until i was married yeah never because like that just wasn't something that that my parents did they were like we're not writing we're not gonna stand in this long line like let's go ride rides so yeah no i i I agree i didn't i didn't start riding a lot till i became an annual pass holder because it's not something you wanted it's funny do you I, not that I judge people, but I, I want to grab people on vacation and be like, hey, I know this doesn't look like much, but if you'll just give, trust me, like you're going to really have a great time with this. Yeah. So interesting. I mean, well, I'm I excited. Like, Go sorry. Ahead. I was going to say like, we didn't do the Jungle Cruise until uh, it was my, it was, it was my college graduation was the first time we did Jungle Cruise, at least that I remember. No, that's a tragedy. I was like, and I was like, mom, it, puns are my thing. Like they have always been my thing. Well, I would say from like high school through college, they like love puns. And so like I said to my mom, I was like, why have you never taken me on this? And she was like, I don't know. It's just something that we didn't do. <laughs> it was probably partly because the, the line was always super yeah. long and we didn't want to use, we didn't want to waste our paper fast pass on that waste. Um, cause we definitely do genie plus and we did regular yeah. fast pass with it. So I don't, I don't know. So maybe it was like one of those things where my, where my parents were like, we're here for it. Disney world isn't known for their thrill rides, but we, my family has always been adrenaline drunk chunkies. Um, so like we went for the quote unquote thrill rides. That's understandable. Riding the mountains. Understandable. Um, you know, as a Disney fan though, I, you got You got to do that one. That's a, that's a good one. So, but uh, Katie, hey, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say something. My wife does not like the carousel progress. She thinks it's boring. I love it. Absolutely love it. So I, I'm excited. I, I think I said this before multiple times, Kat, that if we're talking one space in the magic kingdom that needs an upgrade, it's Tomorrowland. I know these are minimal upgrades, but with Tron coming in, I think Tron is going to look very not Tron's going to look very out of place. I think the, all of Tomorrowland's going to look very out of place next to Tron until they redo some lighting, you know, put some put some better sound around there, stuff like that. So I, I think Disney Imagineering understands that. 
It's a lot like Disney Imagineering the past decade has understood the fact that, hey, people, and they've been great about this for 30 years. People are leaving our parks and going to SeaWorld and Universal because we don't have enough thrill rides. And so now the concentration is on thrill rides, you know, for the Disney parks. I think they're understanding now that, hey, Tomorrowland needs a big overhaul. And I think it's, it's, they're starting to do the little stuff first, get Tron up, and then we hope to see this massive just boom. And it takes it from really the tomorrow of 1970 to the tomorrow of 2023, 2024. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, so how does Katie not like Carousel of Progress? It's a great know, napping show. <laughs> oh, you're all, that's awful. I love it. I love the Carousel of Progress. Well, I, I, I've only actually like fallen asleep for a hot second during the Carousel of Progress like once or twice before. It's like, it's usually like, I think it's like the um, the 50s. I think mm-hmm. it's the 50s. And yeah. that, that's where I'm just like starting to nod off. But they have come up with a new, um, with a final scene makeover, finally. So here we go. Here we go. Another little thing, not making it the tomorrow of the 1970s, but the tomorrow of 2023, 2024. Um, so the animatronics just got makeovers with their outfits and hairstyles so i'll just like do a quick um rundown of them if you want you can see the pictures um, i got this from wdwnt um and you can see the pictures and they have the comparison pictures which is pretty cool so you can see the old and the new so for sarah who is the mom you can see um uh she has khaki pants or she has darker colored pants um and then she has a gray colored sweatshirt but she still has um she has like a little scarf like she previously had, but she has a different hairstyle, more of an updo um, than like the down with the bangs. Um, father has a different holiday sweatshirt on and darker hair. It's weird. Um, hmm. And an apron that says my food rocks. Um, and people are saying this is a nod to food rocks, the which was an attraction that I existed in Epcot. And people think it's a, it's a nod to food rocks. Um, because the sister, what's her name? Patricia mm-hmm. is wearing a sweatshirt that says progress tech, which is a reference to progress city, which is what Epcot was supposed to be. Um, but she has new patterned pants, new brown boots instead of um, ski boots, um, green slippers with a reindeer on them and a new hairstyle with bangs and a bit of a messy ponytail. So definitely more modern. Um, Jimmy, who is the brother, is also wearing the same reindeer slippers, a new gray sweatshirt, and he seems to be wearing skinny jeans. (laughs) Uh, And then grandma and grandpa also have new modern outfits, um, but grandpa also has um, better looking hair. I encourage everybody to look at the pictures. I will will try to post them on, on the Facebook group uh, just so you can see them because it is, it is amazing how different they look. It's like their faces are the same, but it's like when, when you see somebody get a makeover on one of those makeover shows. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's really interesting. I'm looking at the pictures right now as, as we're talking and, um, one, it, it does, I think it equates to 2020, 2021, 2023, you know, like we're in that, we're in that ballpark. Now you're talking about, um, you were talking about the sun and he, like, that's something I would wear like jeans, a quarter, quarter zip, you know, pull over. And, you know, like I've got an Oculus downstairs. It looks like he's playing Oculus, you know, and, and all that. So it does, it fits a lot better than it used to. Um, I, I like this. This is something, there's a couple attractions you cannot get rid of at the magic kingdom. 
You can never get rid of the Carousel Progress. It's the one attraction that has Walt Disney's name on the side of it. Um, that's how important it is to, without the Carousel Progress, we don't have Walt Disney World. We don't have what we have today. A lot of people don't recognize that aspect um, whenever they, they do ride it and take it in. Uh, going back to, to what you were talking about, the Jungle Cruise, I mean, that is an iconic ride that cannot be done. I mean, this was Walt's baby. You know, he wanted at the time real animals in it and they said Walt, you're crazy we can't you know control them and so you get audio animatronics um and that still holds up to this day so but i don't mind them going in and making modifications to it as we go along i think if you didn't then that's when it gets a little weird yeah i agree I, and i also wouldn't mind in like a couple of years like updating the other scenes too mm-hmm. like yes technology changed so much between what was it 1910 up until the future um so like you can definitely do do more decades especially with like cell phones computers um internet uh, internet like so there there are definitely it, it goes from the ice box up until up into up until like the automated oven there's there's other technology that has happened in the kitchen an air fryer like who would have thought of that like, my that air fryer was a thing. today I love it. It's the best. So yeah. So like, just I I think there will be a time where you can change some of the, some of those scenes, not just the future, not just the future scene. I feel like, and that doesn't mean that does keep keep the first scene the first scene, and then maybe switch up the middle scenes. That's fine. Did maybe uh, I'm you know sacrilege. You know what's crazy is so I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you. I remember back in like third grade. So this would have been probably like 1991 um our school got our first computer and it was one computer it was in a room and we would gather around the teacher and she would play on the computer and we fast forward from 91 to let's say even up to the year 2000 i mean the growth of technology and it's just it's all it's like a snowball rolling downhill where it's just faster and faster and faster and faster the amount of technology we're getting and so it does let them it's it's weird cat like i almost think it would be easier for them to go back and modify the older scenes first then come in and do the last scene because yeah. this is the one that needs the most attention and will need to be updated the most I think to make sense yeah no I agree yeah also going back to 1991 there was one computer in your school by 2000 we had a whole computer room in my elementary school where right. everybody like we had that was like one of our specials yeah. was was computer class so i mean that's just in nine years Fri- so like by. nine years of difference like so much technology and i didn't care what happened in the kitchen but i'm sure there was lots of things that changed in the kitchen my air During fryer does night. everything. It's like a it's a it's a broiler, it's an air fryer, it's a crock pot, it's a pressure cooker, all in one machine. The Instapot. That's what I got, the dude. Instapot. I got the shark. Yeah, the sh- I think it's the yeah. shark. Yeah. Like God, you can make it. so pudding it's in crazy. an Instapot. I know. Like so yeah. The future. They got they got they gotta talk about the Instapot in the future. <laughs> so what's gonna happen now in 20, thirty years from now? You and I are be doing the show, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I uh, I pushed a button, and uh, the whole uh, you know I ordered the turkey, and it just comes out of the wall. You're like, okay, cool, it was cooked. It's like astronaut food, except for like d- actually delicious. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you put like three drops of water on it, and you know all of a sudden it just expands and it's perfect. Yes. Oh, awesome. Okay. 
Um, just a couple more stories and then we have our rapid fire. So um, this I'm super excited about. The Disney Wish christening took place last, uh, I have Thursday on here, is actually Wednesday, June 29th at Port Canaveral. And it was live streamed online for all to watch. I did not watch the live stream. I was working. Um, that's the only bad thing is that during my work hours, I usually miss all the live streams, except if they're evening live streams. But um, so the ceremony opened with clips of the D Disneyland cast members start starting their wishes for guest sailing on this ship. Let me tell you, when I was crying from the beginning of this, I am not lying. And not necessarily like sobbing, but like tears in my eyes, like it's just there's something special when you just hear the sincerity of a cast member saying I wish you happiness I wish you to get a good night's sleep I wish like fun that never ends like all like it's just sincere like and these are cast members not actors like the, yeah. these are real cast members who are on the Disney wish so yeah here I am already teary um and then um, they also brought out, um, they also talked to the three Make-A-Wish ambassadors, and we'll talk about them a little bit later. Um, so the stage was a storybook screen, um, and the Disney Wish was, of course, looming over, over the stage. It looked beautiful. Um, so there was a new song that cast members performed called Set Sail, and that is actually going to be performed during each of the Voyages Sail Away party. So I don't yeah. know if it's just a, I don't know if it's just a wish sail away party song or if they're taking, if they're bringing it to everybody. Nope. Just the wish. It, it'll, it'll, That's it should cool. be just the wish. So, um, the, the Two of the ships have the same, two of the ships have the same, and then the Wish should get its own. So the okay. Wish, and I would say the next ship coming, will probably be the same. That makes sense. Same entertainment, yeah. Yes. Um, so then Captain Mickey, Captain Minnie, and their friends appeared in sparkly sequin versions of their Disney Cruise Line outfits. Okay, Justin, I know you said you didn't watch this. I need you to. I need <laughs> you to look at Chip and Dale. Okay. I feel like their cheeks are furrier. Oh, like Their like, fur kind of sticks out a little bit. Like, I don't know. I don't know if they if they just wanted to spruce up their cheeks or if this is um, for for the special event or just for the wish or if this is an actual like new thing that's going to happen because they uh, because they update the characters every 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 little bit. Yeah. And yeah. so I just but I said something and it's like it's just so they don't show them a lot. OK, so I'll watch like, it. Yeah, um, Eric didn't see it, and so I just I just needed to make sure I'm not crazy. No, 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 I'll check it out. I've got the link right here, so we're good. Um, but then uh, CEO Bob Chapik and mm. Chairman of Disney Parks Josh Demar were there, um, and it, it rained on them. But the rain cleared quickly, and Anika Nani Anika Nani Rose, who is the voice of Princess Tiana, sang a medley of Disney songs, including. When you wish upon a star, which I, if anybody sings a cover of wish of when you wish upon a star, especially if it's a, like a slow piano background, that's when I start to like really cry, not just tears in my eyes, like tears streaming down my face cry. Um, but there were, there were remnants of wishes. Like the, the singers in the background were like wishes. Mm. And I was like amazing. And so loved that. And then characters, 
from the ship. So Star Wars, Marvel, well, really Ant-Man and, and the Wasp, Disney princesses, um, and Toy Story characters came out, which when they're walking out, I'm like so excited. Once again, just teary. I can't help it. I'm an emotional person, people. <laughs> and then and uh, then the three Make-A-Wish children who were chosen to represent all Make-A-Wish children um, and were dubbed the official godchildren of the Disney Wish recited the ship's blessing. So apparently it's a tra- tradition before uh, a ship sets sail for the first time to recite a blessing. And it's not written down, but it was really cool. I thought it was really cool. Um, and then... Uh, they didn't smash a real champagne bottle, but they did something really cool where they put a champagne bottle on the screen and it popped and like a firework went off and it looked Hmm. like that was the cork popping. Um, And then the ceremony was finished with another performance of set sail while everybody, then everybody walked out um, or all the characters walked out. Really cool. It's like 25 minutes. I, I encourage everybody to watch it. If you are a Disney cruise line fan, it was really cute, really fun. Um, and then if you're like a huge Disney fan, you might cry too, just like I did. (laughs) I am definitely going to watch it. So, you know, me, I'm a DCL junkie. Um, I just got off my 12th Disney cruise just the other, you know, a couple weeks ago. Um, seeing the ship though, as someone who has experienced all four of the ships that were in the fleet and now to have a fifth, Look, for me, I'm so excited. I'm on the clock, though, because now I've got to be on the wish before Riley turns 12 or turns because she will be aged out of the kids' clubs. And these kids' clubs are ridiculous. So cool. They are so cool. And just for the adults, just so you know, there are open houses. You can go play the Hero Zone Cat where it's a full court basketball court, and then they blow up inflatables, and you can go in there and play. The adults, too. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is my kind of jam. I'm ready to roll. Um, oh man, there was something I was gonna say. Oh, so they like during like the preview, like they had the cast members, but they were also showing like the different Disney cruises, cruise ships. Yeah, yeah, uh, cruise ships. Uh, yeah. So you saw like the fantasy and the dream, and then you saw the wish. It is massive. Yeah, <laughs> it is so big. I am so excited, but I'm also very intimidated. The last cruise I went on was in 2011 on a carnival cruise. And I don't remember the ship being that big. So no, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very, it's, it's easy. You know, once you get your way around and Disney does such a good job with, with the way they lay the ship out to make it make sense. It's not, you know, a lot of ships even say, take, for example, we're, you know, we're selling Royal Caribbean on this, this DDP cruise. Um, because it has a casino and it has a couple other things, they kind of make you walk through certain areas. Like they make you kind of walk through the casino and it gets a bit confusing. They want you to be a little confused because they want you to sit down and spend some money. Disney does not do that. Disney makes it very streamlined. Um, all the ships are very easy to get around the wish being the same way. And, uh, you it's after the first day you have to figure out it's like home away from home. So it's, it's a blast. I'm well, and I also have a very, um, a weird memory, I will say. I will remember the things, I will remember weird things, especially things that I want to remember. So like, like the shirt that I, uh, that I am about to order. I am the map. Yes. <laughs> I, I have really weird memories. I have the Disney parks pick like 
areas memorized. Yeah. Kings Island is, I, I haven't been to Kings Island in years. And this year we became pass holders. Sorry, gold members, gold pass Same thing. holders. It's I all good. Whatever. Yeah. You get to go whenever um, you want. Yes. Yes. Um, and like, like I said, it's been years, but I remember where everything is. So I just like, I just have a memory for it. Maps are my type of thing to, that I will remember because I want to remember that, remember those so that I don't need to look at it anymore. Well, you and I chatted a little bit because I grew up in that area and uh, was a Kings Island pass holder for, for years and years and years and years. Yeah. Um, and I think I could still get around the park pretty well. I've not been in that park since college. So it's been, what, 15? Oh my gosh, it's been more than that, Cat. I'm going on 40 next year. It's been 20 years um, since I was probably at the uh, Kings Island. So it's been a while. They have awesome coasters Dude, like the vortex the beast gone. still there okay when i was there they had king cobra it's gone though it was gone before gone. I went. Yeah. yeah um they also had a roller coaster that was based on the italian job still there it's so because it's not is that batman by, no it's called backlot stunt okay. coaster gotcha. so because king's island is not owned by paramount anymore they changed they had to change Almost every single ride name. Tomb Raider. That is gone. So after Paramount, it was the Crypt. And but when it when it left or when Paramount got bought out, they had to take like all the pieces, I guess, mm-hmm. of the ride. And it was just like a skeleton of the same ride. Like gotcha. there were it was same ride vehicle, same ride, like you did the flips and stuff, mm-hmm. but none of the like lava looking stuff at the bottom. So it was no just, rocks, it was stuff just, like that. Yeah, it was yeah. just boring. This is the Kings so, Island podcast. So I love this. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think Kings Island probably has a podcast. We should do one. That'd be good. <laughs> we probably could. I could probably get my uh, my director Amanda. She's the one who convinced me to become gold me- gold pass members this year. There so, we go. I'll reach out. Uh, and be like, hey, you know, that's how many downloads we get? Uh, why don't you give us some free passes? All right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, but no, if you come up, let's go. I, I can probably get the friends and family discount because like you're able to do that every once in a while. So, well, you're coming to my oh. neck of the woods. Uh, so I'll have to, I'll have to make my way back up to the Cincinnati area sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Back to Disney world though. Yeah, let's take it back. <laughs> um, so this is our last news story before we have a couple of rapid fire things. Um, so for the first time in forever, our frozen sing-along celebration is closing for a refurbishment later this summer. Um, so it's supposed to close on August 27th. Um, and there's no an reopening date announced, um, but we know it's going to reopen because I, we talked about it earlier. They're bringing back the holiday ending. Um, and according, like on the Disney website, it says it's um, it's going to be closed through September 12th because that's the latest date at the park um, on the park's calendar at this time. So um, I'm kind of confused, like what they need to refurbish for a stage show. Mm-hmm. but maybe i don't know maybe. it's interesting yeah i mean maybe. you would think it was just that you write it you learn it you do it you shoot some fireworks off and there you go do the bubble maybe there's too much bubble bubbles. Solu- or That's snow. What it is. bubbles. Yeah. too much snow uh solution on the maybe on they're the redoing the sets chairs maybe you know because yeah. those sets are they're not like the sets on like dcl like they don't move they're 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 in place Maybe they're gonna do a new a new script or something because you know they skip they skip over two songs. Reindeers are better than people in Fixer Upper. Maybe. So maybe they're gonna add those. 
I, I'm all down. I mean, I last time I did it, I did it with Mike, and um, I sung every song to him. He loved it. Oh, we sing. Eric sings too. How no can doubt. you not? Yeah. How can you not? I like to annoy everyone around me. <laughs> it's not even annoying. Like Sophia is like sing. I be Elsa, you be Anna. That's what she says yeah. to me in the car. <laughs> I do all the parts. I'm like the, I'm like this crazy person that just does them all. You know. Oh my gosh, she's insane. If I accidentally sing a part, like if I sing the Elsa part. She's like, start the song over, mommy. <laughs> Don't mess up. Don't I'm mess Elsa. Up. You're Anna. Don't mess up. You know, she's the kid's got it right. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for some rapid fire? Yeah. Let's rock and roll. So Mirabelle has made her way to Disney World. Finally. Um, she's now in the Mickey and Friends cavalcade um, during like, so that's when Mickey and his, uh, Mickey Minnie come out in their iridescent garb. Um, and there's just a bunch of other characters that come out during the cavalcade as, as well. Um, so I love Mirabelle. She's so cute. I am ready for her to be a, like a meet and greet. Mm. I don't know where they would put her, but I would love to meet her. Yeah, I think it'll come. It'll be here before we know it. And uh, I still have not seen this movie, but I know the soundtrack up, down, left, and right because we listen to it on the way to school every morning. You need to watch the movie. I'm no cat. So I'm, I'm sorry. Good. I record 17 shows a week, it seems works. like. I'm trying. <laughs> I know. I got, the, I got an email today and it was like uh, Patreon access. And I was like, what show is this one? <laughs> it was Resorts. I haven't listened to it yet, but... <laughs> I'm just, I'm always in front of this microphone. I'm trying, I'm trying. I will see it, I promise. Um, the Harambe Village acrobats are returning to Animal Kingdom. Um, so I, we have seen, we have like stopped and watched the, um, mm -hmm. the Streetmosphere performers. They are awesome and they are really good at getting people like involved too. So, I mean, obviously they do not get people involved in doing the acrobatics, but they definitely get you involved in, you know, clapping, encouraging them, making sure that they don't fall and mess up. <laughs> I love it. It's, it. Yeah, it's one of those things that, for me, anytime you get this, like an Epcot, you know, you get the certain atmosphere. Um, I think this is also kind of that last hurdle coming back from COVID. Um, we're starting to see those people brought back into the parks um, to entertain. Also, listen, I mean, it's not a huge people eater, but it's still a people eater. It gives you somewhere to go and something to do that you're not standing in a queue. And yeah. so anytime you get that, I think it's that's super important for the parks to get back to completely normal is to get those small people eaters back where people can go and enjoy these little shows here and there. But I always tell people too, when you're on Disney vacation, please slow down, please take it in because you're going to be surprised at what you remember. Like you're not going to remember the third time you rode Everest, but you'll really remember if you stand and get involved and, and become a part of this because it, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, they are. They are so good. All the, all the, throughout the park, the streetmosphere, is great but mm -hmm. i just feel like animal kingdom has some of some of the better ones um animal kingdom and epcot i feel like have the I best agree. ones 100 um and i think it's because they 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 bring the people from the culture and so they, they're passionate about what they're doing here because it's bringing their culture from from their home so yeah i think it's really cool um super fun i can't wait bibbidi boppity boutique is reopening um they had a royal proclamation i want to pull it up and read it to you guys because 
that's just who I am as a person. Um, now listen, my dears, to all that we say for a special announcement is happening today. The return of some magic, isn't it grand for all little children throughout the land? Oh goodness me, the anticipation's been great, but worry no more for we now know the date. The apprentices will soon be practicing their skills for those magical transformations and joy they instill. And the finishing touches are looking so nice, all with the help of some very talented mice. So there is just one last thing we must do. It's a wave of a wand, bibbity bobbity boo. So that is from the bibbity bobbity boutique. So it is returning on August 25th, both at Disney World and Disneyland. Um, so I am so excited about this. I'm still going to wait until Sophia and Amelia are just a little bit older to do this, but it's once again, it's one of those last things that we are so close to being back to mm -hmm. normal Disney World. Yeah, so the, we love Bippity Boppy. We've never done it in the parks or, you know, at Walt Disney World. We do it on DCL for Riley almost every cruise. The trick is take your dress with you. So, like, mm -hmm. if, if they're going to go take the dress because it's infinitely cheaper um, than buying the dress. But, it, look, this is the thing, again, that those are those memories that, you know, Riley's created, you know, throughout her cruises that me as a dad being able to go and sit and watch her get her makeup done and her nails painted and the, the, the fairy godmothers are so good. I mean, they just do such a great job with the kids of telling the story and listening and, you know, kind of drawing them out of their shell. It's the one time Riley's ever quiet is whenever she's sitting there for some reason she just shuts <laughs> down, but it's, it's just as important for the parents as it is the kids. I really, I'm so excited for this. A lot of my clients that are going back to Walt Disney World have been asking about this. And now that I can give them an answer, it's really, really exciting. Really exciting this is opening back up. Yeah, I'm so excited. I cannot wait for Sophia to do it. She's never known a time at Disney World that this was a thing. She yeah. has no idea what it is. I can't wait to one day surprise her. Maybe, maybe her and Amelia won't do it together. Maybe I'll let her do it. Yeah. Next, our next family trip. Cause I just, she would love it. I just know she would. Yeah. She, it's awesome. Yeah. Really excited. Okay. This last bit of news. It's kind of Disney world. Maybe eh, whatever. Not. Um, so let me tell a backstory a little bit this evening. Me and Eric had to go pick up my car from the car dealership. I was just getting a routine oil change. Um, so we picked up my car after work and it was like five o'clock. So we were like, let's just go out to dinner. So we went to a restaurant that's very common up here. You've probably eaten, eaten there. Skyline Chili. Love Skyline Chili. Best hot sauce on planet Earth. That's what everybody says. I'm not a hot sauce person. It's amazing. But, you know, um, did you put them on your crackers? I put I'll put it on anything. Like literally, yeah. if anyone anyone in the uh, Northern Ohio uh, uh, or not Northern Ohio, uh, uh, Northern Kentucky, Southern Ohio area wants to make me extremely happy, just mail me a box of Skyline Chili hot sauce packets, and I will be forever indebted. I love it, and I can't get it down here. So we're walking in. I am. Nobody can see what I'm wearing right now because this is a podcast. But I am wearing a um, a Mickey Mouse rainbow shirt. Sophia was wearing one of the 50th um, girls tank tops. So this guy opens the door for us and he says to Sophia, I love your shirt. Is that Mickey on it? And she was like, yeah, she's being very shy. So then he, um, he, we just like started chatting. Apparently he's a big Disney fan. Um, 
I was an idiot and didn't plug the the show. What? <laughs> he was, well, so he was talking about how he is friends with a couple of live vloggers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was talking about this um, in Flamingos Crossing. They are yeah. building new, um, they're building new cast member, like college apartments. program yep. apartments. And he was like, but they just announced today that they are opening a skyline in that, in the Flamingo crossing Ooh. as well. And I was like, Whoa, that's awesome. For, for those who don't know, cause I didn't know Flamingo crossing is basically right behind animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a 10 minute drive outside of Disneyland or just, Dis- Oh my gosh, that is the second time I've done that today. It's okay. They're just places. <laughs> it is a 10 minute drive outside of Disney world, but we all know animal kingdom is massive. And so it's, it's literally behind animal kingdom, but I was very excited to hear this, that a little bit of my hometown is coming to Orlando. Well, is coming to Disney world. Okay. So, so this makes me some... extremely sorry. happy. Kat. No, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I just, I had to jump. I'm so happy because now I don't need anybody to mail me stuff. I can just run over Flamingo crossing and I can get whatever I need. This is extremely exciting. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, and the guy I was talking to um, didn't catch his name. Like I said, I was a dummy. I was like, I should have told him I was a Disney podcaster. <laughs> like I didn't even think of it. Um, but he he was like, no, this is really exciting because my daughter is a cast member. So this will be a this will be great. She'll have something from home. So, you know, just, just super exciting. Like I said, kind of Disney, more, more Cincinnati type thing, but I just thought it was exciting. (laughs) It's perfect. That Flamingo Crossing area is going to be so nice too. Uh, We really see, cause you know, we spend a lot of time outside of property. Um, So we're over in that area quite a bit and it's really going to be really nice for the college program, cast members that are in town um, to have a centralized location right there where they'll be staying. It's, It's brand new. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, that is all the news I have. Did you have anything that you wanted to talk about? No, I think that's it. I am, like I said, I'm super excited, guys, to uh, see everybody this week. Um, we have a bunch of stuff coming up at Walt Disney World this weekend uh, with our first annual golf outing on uh, Saturday morning. And then uh, Saturday evening, a lot of us are going to H2O Glow. So if you see us around H2O Glow, make sure to say hi um, so we can meet you in person, uh, You know, tell you thank you for all the support and all that. And then on Sunday, we will be playing uh, Putt-Putt. The families will at um, over at uh, 10 a.m. on Sunday morning at Fantasia Gardens. I went brain dead for a second. Uh, and that will be an absolute blast there. And then we will walk over in the official DDP Today meetup is at the boardwalk at 1 p.m. on Sunday, July the 10th, with us setting sail on July the 11th, Monday on the 2022 DDP Today cruise. I am stoked. To see everybody, have a good time. Cat, we're going to miss you. But you will be keeping uh, my hometown here in Charleston, South Carolina, nice and taken care of as you are vacationing here. I'm excited for you guys to come down and uh, experience Charleston. Yes, I am going to throw my husband under the bus. I could not convince him to come down to Disney World for a third time this year. We went in January. We're going again in the end of September, beginning of October. I just could not convince him to do it. But here's my promise to you. Okay. It's going on the record. So Eric, you cannot change it. Okay, good. Okay. We are going next year. We are joining the DDP family next year for the, for cruise, wherever. Yeah. Um, 
wherever you guys decide we want to we want to go we we do i want to meet everybody in person uh, i love interacting with you guys on the facebook page um i, I just I want to meet. I want to meet you in person, Justin and Mike I know, right? and, and Dave. And uh, I gotta, I gotta talk to Dave just about Disney in general. Like we need to have like a trivia off. I think I'll still get crushed by him, but maybe you know. And it just, I just want to meet everybody. So we'll set, we'll year. set up the questions. You know what I mean? Like we did for the one okay. patron. Yeah, we, we got to cover. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully he doesn't hear this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's trick him again. <laughs> uh, we will be announcing the 2023 trip uh, very soon. Uh, as soon as we get back from this this one, we'll be announcing what's coming up next. And that's very exciting. So. On the record, we got to do it now. <laughs> I'm ready. I like it. Okay. Well, everyone, have a great... Uh, for the, those who are going on the DDP trip, have a great trip. Until next time, keep you in the news. Thanks, Kat. That's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.